Just a Tip Paranormal. I am Leslie. I'm Jackie. And what's up? What is up? Uh, how is this week going? Tomorrow's the 4th, which is crazy. We're recording on Friday. Yeah, because I don't have work today. Right, I do not either. <laughs> which is like, fortunately, but unfortunately, but whatever. I have two things I want to say, though. Uh... Let's say hello to our Canadian listeners. Woo! We have 1% in Canada. What is it's, up? It's welcome nice. Welcome to the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. I have one more thing to say. Uh, I don't know if anyone's aware, but we're in Mercury retrograde right now until the 12th, I believe, of July. Yep. And a full moon is going to happen at 12.44 a.m. Saturday night slash Sunday morning. So, like, that's 12.44 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, <laughs> also a lunar eclipse at that same time. So, yeah, so good times. So, that's a shit show. Yeah. Not- yep. So, uh, definitely charge your fucking crystals and meditate or do whatever the fuck you have to or get blackout drunk. Like, I'm right, That's my plan, too. Hey. hey. <laughs> that's why we're perfect for know, each other. Right? What are you drinking today? Just truly drinking the raspberry lime. It's pretty good. Refreshing. Yeah, the raspberry lime. One of my favorites. I'm drinking Angorita. That sounds fancy. Um, well, I think it's by Bud Light, maybe. Oh, yum. It doesn't, I can't, it doesn't tell me on the can here. Um, Anheuser-Busch made it, though. So thank you, Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, cool. Oh. Bush beer. Beer. <laughs> all the american way i like how these classic beers are just like you know like bud light and um bush and and i don't know i can't i can't think of it but how all these classic beers are starting to get into like you know flavored sparkling fruity shit i dig it they're like targeting the females of society i don't yeah thank you for that we appreciate it don't get me wrong i appreciate i love myself a good like down home beer but i also like the fruity so i'm glad they do both yeah uh fucking trevor brought over some beer last weekend and it was i can't remember what it's called but it's straight up beer it's like an ipa i think it was nine percent per can yeah i drank the whole fucking six pack plus some more so, <laughs> I was wasted. I do prefer that type of beer, but uh, I do appreciate the zero sugars with already alcohol with my fucking issue, like health issues. It's right. really nice to have that variety. It's just nice to have a variety. Okay, so I've seen this pop out for the last few months, actually. And um, I have a friend on Facebook who's just been posting about her quite a, a bit. Uh-huh. And uh, it just got me thinking. So I like saved some articles and I got up early as fuck this morning. And I've been deep diving like all fucking day. Like I have not stopped reading and gathering as much pos- like information I can gather. Yeah, I've done like the deepest dive on this. I try to. I know I'm probably going to get some shit wrong. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to say this straight up. I'm not very good with my Spanish. I'm actually shit with my Spanish. So uh i apologize ahead of time with the pre- pronunciation of the uh, names no. given 
if people can't deal with that, then I mean, no one's perfect, and Spanish names are really hard. They can be, but myself being Mexican, it's ridiculous how bad I am at it. <laughs> I can never call cars. Like I have a hard time with cars. The irony of the situation. <laughs> I know it's fucking it's a joke but but this is a serious right. case and it does deserve utmost respect and if we uh talk shit along the way I just want everyone to know that we completely realize how serious of a case this is actually not a finished it's still opened and uh, you know but this is partially a comedy true crime paranormal podcast right. which you like everyone should know already anyways, we so. give the utmost respect to the victims of the crimes that we do talk about even though we do talk a lot of shit yeah yeah we, we still have souls a little bit they're somewhere they're black they're there they're, there. they're just yeah. charred a little bit that's all yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna talk about vanessa uh guillen is what how i'm gonna pronounce her last name i hope that's correct guillen okay. um or I'll try to just say Vanessa because I can say Vanessa. Uh, so she disappeared on the morning of April 22nd. Uh, she was last seen outside her work in Fort Hood, Texas, Army base at the Engineer Quadrant Regimental uh, Headquarters, which is 3rd Cavalier Regiment. I might be pronouncing all that shit wrong because I'm not Army okay. either. Uh, but she worked in the armory room. <laughs> And this is where people say she had left her ID, car keys, barack keys, and wallet. So, like, all her personal stuff she left there in the armory room after her shift. Uh, Vanessa is from a Mexican descent. Uh, she loved to jog and was avid to sports and learning. Mm. So she graduated from her high school in the top 15% where she had played soccer and did other physical activities to keep in right. shape. And she joined the she joined the army after graduation in June 2018 as a 91F, which is small arms, a terror, a tar, fuck, orderly, I don't know, repairer. So she like repaired small uh, yeah. weapons. Good on her. <laughs> okay. I think we're, all- yeah, good on her, right? She's a badass chick. Okay. She's young. She's 20 years old as of now. Um, so the day Vanessa disappeared, she spoke to her family, uh, specifically to her mom, and she stated that she was being sexually harassed by one of her sergeants. Um, she, yeah, she told her mother that she was having trouble sleeping and she didn't feel safe at the base. She said she was being stalked and harassed and stared at by a sergeant and that he would even follow her when she went out for her jogging and runs. Oh. Yeah, there was somewhere I read with, I can't say if this is true or not. It's not on the books. And when I did the research this morning, I couldn't find it. I think I read it somewhere else. But um, I also read that he also walked in on her one time or another while she showered at the barracks. No. What a creeper, dude. Yeah, so total. fuck? Exactly. Exactly. Total fucking creeper. Absolutely. So she's telling her friends. Yeah. So she's telling her friends and family this. And uh, the day that she disappeared, I believe, she, her mother said she will call and report harassment to her sergeants. Uh, but Vanessa told her no in fear that something bad would end up happening to her mom. Yeah. Um, she also, yeah, she also let her mom know that she told another girl recently, um, or she let her mom know that another girl recently had complained about harassment and the army authorities had quickly dismissed the complaint and they did nothing about it. 
Wow. So Vanessa, yeah. So Vanessa told her mom that she will handle the situation herself. Um, so the day Vanessa left her shift, authorities think she might have ran into her stalker in the car park and tried confronting him, telling him she was planning on reporting him that day or that next day. Okay. And uh, the authorities believe that the person might have became enraged then and possibly snapped. Uh, this is just theory at this time. Right. So on comes the suspect, uh, one of them. He's a 20-year-old Aaron David Robinson. Okay. The way the authorities have laid it out is kind of confusing. Like, there's so much information. So regardless of what is out there, like, this is the detail I've gotten from this case okay. so far. So apparently Robinson had spoken with Vanessa at one point while on duty in the armory room and apparently was the last person to see Vanessa or one of the last people. Okay, so he said. I have a question. So okay. he's one of the suspects, and he was the last to see her. Yeah, one of the one of the last people to huh. see her. Okay, okay, keep going. Well, he's not like at this time. They're just interviewed. They interviewed like three hundred people, so they interviewed quite a people, a few people. I mean, this happened back in April, and now it is in July. So. Anyway, so he had said in the interview that he had left work later that evening and went to a private resident of a 22-year-old woman named Cecilia or Cecilia Aguilera. Aguilera. What? Say that again. Cecilia Aguilera. Aguilera, maybe? Yeah, I'm going to pronounce it Aguilera. Whom has been labeled she was labeled as a estranged wife of a Fort Hood soldier. I'm not sure what that means. doesn't give information estranged on that. usually means they're still documented as together, but they're, like, living in separate houses, like, doing things separately. Okay. I don't think she was married to Robinson. I think she was, like, a, di- a different soldier. Okay. But... Good to know. I thought a strange might have meant like maybe the soldier died and she was angry. I don't know. <laughs> I could be thinking. No, because I mean, it, technically, uh, my ex husband and I are estranged because we're not divorced, but we're living separate lives. So, uh, okay, that <clears throat> yeah. makes sense. So when interviewing Aguayer, yeah. So when interviewing her, she claimed that Robinson was with her for the whole night. But then when looking into cell phone like uh, records, it shows that Robinson was calling and texting her all night long of the 22nd to the 23rd, well within like three in the uh, morning. Weird. Yeah. So they asked her naturally, like, why would he blow, be blowing up your phone all night if he was with you? And in which she replied that she had lost her phone or misplaced it. She couldn't find it in the house. And he was just calling to find it. Uh, blowing it up. Like. I don't know. I call. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so at this time, the authorities have interviewed two other people who say that witness, which are unnamed, but they say what they saw Robinson leaving his barracks with a large tough mm-hmm. box, which is like a giant, like big, thick ass box with wheels on it. And it has a hand Ooh. handle. Okay. And uh, he was struggling with what looked like it was like heavy in weight. So they said he had put it in the back of his vehicle and drove away. 
So that's the only witnesses on that. So in a later interview, though, Aguirre admitted of her house with Robinson and went on a long drive where they found a park and stopped there to watch the stars, which is like so dreamy. So she lied the first time. And now she's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Actually, we did leave the house. Sorry, I forgot. Jesus. Okay. So authorities found her cell phone ping uh, to find this is true. They did go to a park next to a place called Leon River by a bridge. Uh, it's about 20 miles from Fort Hood Base. Uh, but the ping also ended up being like down on the water, like the riverbank yeah. by the bridge. So the authorities found the last ping of that night, early morning of April 23rd, to being by the riverbank, about two miles or so from the bridge. They found burnt marks in the riverbank and a smell of a decomposed body, but they couldn't find anything. They didn't find any remains until later on. Right. right? So they had left the area, and I don't know exactly how they went back eventually i think on june 30th they went back because of something to do with construction crew being around that area and finding something suspicious so the detectives came back with cadaver dogs and they find the human remains so this this just happened on the 30th of june oh shit so a few days ago yeah so they find human remains and they believe it might be vanessa again uh, but the results were sent off to examine it, and at this time they have not came back with the results. So let's keep that in mind. Um, you know, this is still an open case right. again because they haven't determined. So more remains were also found on July 1st in a shallow grave just four to six feet away from the first. Oh. Yeah, so they keep finding body parts. And what they found is very disturbing. They found, um, so I'm, I'm letting you guys know it's pretty disturbing if you can't listen to it. If you can't hang, understandable, just fast forward. Fast forward a few minutes, that's all. Yeah. So uh, they found pieces of a human body and uh, dismembered and burned, buried in a mix of cement. Authorities now have arrested Aguirre on June 1st um, Aguirre was brought in on the 30th to question again, and she told the truth finally. So after two lies, there's a truth. And she stated that Robinson had called her up and told her that he had killed a female soldier and he needed help disposing of the body. That's disgusting. The night of the 22nd. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're not done yet, I though. Know. So Robinson... Robinson had picked Aguirre up from her work at a gas station and took her to a park where the box had been left. So he went to the park first. He dropped off, dropped it off, and then went back after blowing up her phone all night and picked her up at the gas station where she got off of work. Right? Yeah. Uh, he had told her, like, I guess he had opened the box and showed her that there was a female body inside, and she later confessed that it was Vanessa's. But we don't have proof of that yet. Right. Um, he had told her that he had bludgeoned Vanessa with a hammer and he had put her in the box himself. Uh, they both dragged the box some ways from the bridge. Um, they had used a machete to dismember her head and remove the limbs. 
They then attempted to burn the body in the box, but it wasn't burning completely. So that's when they had put her remains in the different spots along the riverbank covered in lime and then cement and a few feet under the ground. Wow. What a bunch of pieces of shit. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't understand what the fuck they were thinking. Like, why? I, it's, uh, it's because he didn't want to get called out for his sexual harassment but it's really just disgusting at this point like I don't where do you go from you know oh I don't want to get a strike on my record because I'm sexually harassing this person let me just fucking murder no shit and then to bring in the civilian which I don't understand what the fuck she was doing anyways like what I was that one his, did you think he wanted- was that like a fuck buddy of his or what where who is come in like to play you know what i mean yeah i'm i'm gonna bet that it was like a hookup or something like they were hooking up or he was like oh i like you so much and she's like oh my god i'll do anything and then she did right so so the authorities went to confront robinson do on june 2nd which is this last thursday right um but he had fled Fort Hood on Wednesday the 1st. So I'm guessing he fled the area when he found out that um, his girlfriend was arrested. Yeah. And uh, when the authorities found him, it was like, uh, it was off the base. But they were walking up to him, you know, trying to confront him like, hey, you need to come with us. And he had pulled out a gun and shot himself right there. Wow. That's an even bigger piece of shit who can't even... Uh... It can't even stick around and be like, hey, I am sorry I did this. No, no. Instead, let me just fucking kill myself and not let anybody have it because I'm a dickhead. I know. Anyway. It's disgusting. Anyway, yes. Go- so, <laughs> so Cecilia uh, Aguirre is facing a second degree felony for tampering and fabricating physical evidence with intent to impair a human corpse. Federal court also filed a conspiracy to tamper with evidence charge. Uh, she is looking at 20 years in prison with a $250,000 max fine and no bail permitted at this time. Holy shit. Yeah, that's fast, right? I wonder what they would have done to that fucker. Super if fast. he didn't fucking kill himself. Right. So the worst thing about this case is on June 1st. I mean, this is one of the worst things, I feel like. On June 1st, I think it was June 1st or July 1st. I think it was June 1st. The Army announced her promoting Vanessa to the title of specialist because of her time spent in the service. Wow. Yeah. And this case is still an an open case. And if you would like, uh, just one more thing I want to say. You can go to a GoFundMe page under Vanessa Ian. uh, And then helps to support the Guillen family. You could do so at like Facebook page called find vanessa again also on instagram it's the same name and if you guys ever fucking see anything i cannot express this enough you guys fuck speak up dude yeah her family's been looking for her for you know a while now so i mean now that she's found if you know say you you see something weird or something just doesn't add up to you say something yeah i understand when you're in the service there's a sort of um like a command um you know i don't fucking know because i'm not in i'm not in the service i never was my family my dad was but 
I have family I know. friends that have been in the service, but there are ways, there are channels that you can go around and tell someone. Yeah, my understanding, this isn't like the, um, in fact, like there's reports saying that people like the sergeants or, or whoever the fucking is in command, they're saying this isn't a unlikely subject. People file for harassment all the time on the bases. And to me, that needs to be fucking handled. I don't give a shit, like, if it's army or military or fucking federal. I don't give a fuck. Like, sexual harassment's not okay. Any sexual harassment needs to be dealt with right away. And it doesn't need to be swept under the rug. That's an, that, that's exactly. possible. If that's what you're doing and sweeping all this under the rug because that's the way, you know, it was back in the day. This is not back in the day. This is 2020. And those people need to be held responsible for their actions completely i completely agree with that statement i know her family's begging for an investigation to be opened up even further uh more so situations like this don't happen anymore and she deserves to be hurt like her case deserves respect and deserves to be spoken and that's why i chose to uh speak about it today it's kind of been yeah it's kind of been being swept under the rug in the last few months with everything else going on but i don't feel like that's right necessarily and right uh this is a big fucking deal so i understand yeah. that our country is in a pandemic we have uh, a lot of shit going on right now honestly but this is very important this is just as important as the black lives matter movement so exactly. we need to this this needs to have light shined on it and it needs to not be swept under the rug Yes, agreed. So agreed completely. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, please speak up if something's going on at work or at home or wherever. Especially if you're in the military and it's happening at work, speak up because that shit they need to be held accountable. It should never yeah, and be left people... the rug thinking that it's normal to have this happen to you. It's not no. No, and these people are really young. Like, Vanessa feared for her life. Um, she just was not, she was uncomfortable. She said, I think she quoted that it was evil. She felt like the base was evil. Wow. Um, there was m- numerous times that she complained, or not complained, but she mentioned of harassment. And she just, I feel like she was just really scared to say anything about it, uh, which I understand being in that situation and you're not sure how you fucking should handle it. Being 20 years old, I'm sure it's even harder. Absolutely. I can't, you know, like back then I w- didn't have a fucking voice for shit. So. Absolutely. But anyone who's any age really that's having, you know, shit like that, any kind of sexual harassment, please. If you don't, if you don't want to say something, then say something to us and we'll say something for you. We'll get that shit. Fuck yeah. Because I understand it's really scary or upsetting and you don't want to necessarily go and tell on somebody for something. But if you're not comfortable with it, I fucking am. Give me the information. I'll do it for you. Yep. (laughs) We got loud mouths, dude, and we know how to use it. So yeah. I also feel like one more thing on this. I feel like the fucking, uh, I don't understand why the base, they're keeping it really quiet. They weren't releasing the names either right away uh, because they felt like it could 
ruin the investigation somehow. No, but I also their shit tarnished. That's what it is. Exactly, exactly, and that's a fucking problem in itself. Yeah. Um, there's, I know there's been more than one complaint against this type of thing while in on bases, but. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't will have to. say this. I have I, I had a friend that passed away in 2008. He was in the military. He loved the military. He loved what he did. And I'm not saying anything to be disrespectful to any of our vets or people who serve for us because I respect you 150%. Um, but I am saying that the old norm is not okay anymore. What happened in the 50s, 60s, 70s, that doesn't fly anymore. Okay, people have women, men, gay men. They all have rights, and they should be able to exercise those rights while they're in the military. Yes. So, uh, they should have a right to not be sexually harassed, not be bullied, not be this or that, just because of their sexual orientation or how they identify sexually. That's not fair. Yeah, in the beginning, too, when she first went disappeared, I know that um, the army was like, oh, maybe she just ran away for a little bit. Like, she'll show up. It's not, it's nothing to worry about. I don't know. There's no big deal. So (laughs) that's a fucking problem (laughs) anyway. Yeah, that's a fucking problem, too. Yeah. Obviously, she didn't go AWOL. So. No. No. Yeah, that, but that's what I think that's what they were trying to claim at first. But now things tables a little bit different. They're a little it's turned a bit. So right, I respect our military one hundred and fifty percent, but some of their practices are not the best. Yeah, yeah, just like every there's trial and error everywhere. But come on, guys, you know you got to take more shit seriously, Absolutely. like shit like this, not just you know. It's just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean you can fucking ignore it, right? And maybe you should make yourself a little more uncomfortable. Word. Very good, yeah. How you grow. Yep. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Um, All right, so moving on. So moving on, uh, a little bit lighter note, not saying that we're forgetting at all about Vanessa. We are not. No. Yeah. But we are going to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, so I have some not so serious things to talk about, but they're very fun. Beer one down. Right. Ready for beer two. Hey, uh, I'm on. Well, the mango Ritas are only in like six ounce cans. Eight ounce cans. Sorry. No, those are too small. What is that? So I'm already through two of those and I just opened a Smirnoff uh, seltzer, you know, the red, white and berry. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Which is 12 fluid ounces, so that should last me the rest. <laughs> I think you were talking about that last episode yeah. uh, that you were looking for. It. That's funny that you got it now. Right on. It's delicious, by the way. But, so I went, and being as how I am new to Arizona, I wanted to know some of their uh, folklore stories urban legends have you so i went and researched a few of them um yes mind you i didn't do a deep dive on any of them they're all just kind of skimming the surface uh and there's a few in here excuse me that jackie and i have talked about 
doing deep dives on. So I'm going to include them, but just know that there, I will tell you the two when we get to them, there's two of them that we're going to be doing deep dives on because they're interesting and they scare us shitless, both of them. Oh God. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Is Candyman in there? Candyman's not from Arizona, right? That's New York. That's New York. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start off light and then the heavier stuff is at the end. Just FYI. Okay. So... One of the things here in Arizona that people talk about is a jackalope. Oh, yeah. Like, they have those in Montana. Um, They say they have them everywhere. They're okay. reported to be part jackrabbit and part antelope. Um, So, here in Arizona, all over, basically, the state, they... Um, they have keychains, they have all this kind of memorabilia. Some towns have like streets named after them. Um, they are not reported to be real, but it's okay. a fun little thing, you know. I mean, I sure, they'll be like, Oh my god, that's so cute! They look really cute, but are you sure they're not real? Okay, so I was told they're not real, but I also was told when I was in Montana, there's a foreign. A farm of jackalope up the road from where we were. Holy I never went to, like investigated, but if that's fucking real. Uh, I want to know now. I'm gonna investigate. I have no idea. I don't think I was like I said. I was told it's not real. I don't know. I mean, they're really cute, aren't they? Like bunnies with like uh, something like on horns them, horns or something. It's all it yeah. was. It was a part jackrabbit and part antelope. So I, um, I've, never, I've seen pictures of what they should look like and, or what they would look like. And they're really cute from the pictures, but I don't, I don't know if they're real. Yeah. So, you know, Jack, I think they're supposedly supposed to be giant or something, but they're not they're like, right. I don't know. So who knows? Anyways, jackalopes <laughs> are everywhere here. Apparently. Um, the next thing that I found was the Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine, which actually I've heard of before I moved here. Um, this is like the deal. People like go looking for it over here. Um, it's supposed to be located by the Superstitch Mountains right outside of Apache Junction, which I can see the Superstition Mountains when I drive, and Apache Junction from where I live is like not even 10 minutes. So, no shit. Yeah, so I could go up. I've actually been there's uh there is a ghost town that they made into like a um it's not really a ghost town anymore. It's really gold, Goldfield. Okay. And I've been there. Uh, I think it was not this last year, but the year before when I came down uh to visit my parents for Christmas. Yeah, they took me there. Um, it's really neat. I mean, I got to go in the fake brothel and, and see all this fake stuff, you know. Uh, it's very touristy. But right outside of that is where the Lost Dutchman's gold mine is supposed to be located. Um, it was named after German immigrant Jamin, or J- Jacob Waltz, who was born in 1810 and he died in 1891. Um. He was a German immigrant, so that's why they named it Dutchman. You know, like Deutsch is for German, and how we would say it in America is Dutch. 
So it's it's basically the German man's gold mine. Okay. Um, he's what like, was the man doing in Arizona? Um, he was just he was he wanted to, you know, go to the gold mines. He wanted to get rich. That that was a big promise back in that that era. Was what he, year was? It? Uh, he was born in eighteen ten, and he died in eighteen ninety one. So the nineteenth century. Yeah, that's fucking late. Okay. Right. So, um, he's said to have discovered it, discover it in the nineteenth century, but kept its location secret. So he didn't tell anybody. Um, he wanted to keep it for himself. But then he yeah. died, and no one knows where it's at. So it's the most famous lost mine in American history, by the way. Um, I'm going to have to tell Jason about this because Jason will go apeshit about going mining. Oh, dude, we have that metal detector and I can take you to where it's supposed to be. So, um, so people go there every year to look for it or yeah, like all so, the time? So people have been looking for it since 1892. He died in 1891. So as soon as he died, people started looking for it. And roughly uh, every year, 9,000 people make some for some effort to find it. So Shit. 9,000 people a year are trying to find this. No one has ever found it. Shit. Right. So I thought that was interesting because it's really not that far away from me. And I was like, oh, that's fucking rad. Yeah. So... You know, that was a little interesting thing. Uh, the next thing I found was something called the Mag- Magolian Monster. Magolan. But if you say here in Arizona, they say things like uh, uh, Spanish-speaking people would. So it's Magolian, I believe, is how you say it. Magolian. Magolian Monster. It's basically Arizona's version of Bigfoot. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, it's said to dwell in central and eastern Arizona. It's reported to be bipedal and humanoid. So it's reported to, to walk on two legs like a human, but it's not a human. Um, Weird. Right. So it's over seven feet tall with inhuman strength. Oh, shit. Right. Uh, it's got large eyes that cl- that people claim who have seen this. To be wild and red. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And the body is said to be covered with long black reddish brown hair, except for the chest, face, hands, and feet. So it's like Bigfoot, basically. Yeah, it sounds like an ape. Right. It, it does. But the reports also say that it has a strong odor that's been described as dead fish, a skunk with bad body odor, and decaying peat moss. And the musk of a snap turtle. So it stinks. Just like Bigfoot is reported to. Dude, it's a demonic fucking Bigfoot. Right. It's like with the right. what's going on. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That's really cool. Right. Do you have any like did you find any stories on people actually seeing it? Um, I like I said, I didn't do a deep dive, so we can definitely do deep dives on any of these that you want to do. That's like deep diving into Bigfoot, though, which is like a Pacific Northwest like legend. Right, but, but then there's also other areas, just like Arizona, 
who is definitely not the Pacific Northwest, that doesn't have the weather, it doesn't have the trees, but they have their own version. So if we were to do a deep dive, it would have to be like a two or three parter. Where is the fuck? Where do the hell do they find this guy? Like I, this monster? I don't know, dude. It said, huh. it said central. Let's see. Hold on. Let me look back at my notes here. Uh, central and eastern Arizona. So even eastern Arizona, that's that's towards like Texas and shit over there. Yeah, no shit. So well, it would be interesting to do a deep dive on like Bigfoot and the different variances of him. Yeah, that, that would be cool. So, uh, but like I said, I didn't do a deep dive on any of these. It's just like an overview. So whatever sounds interesting, we can totally do a deep dive on. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, okay, and then I have El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra. El Chupacabra. I always say A. I don't know why. Because of the way it's spelled. I get it, dude. I can't. Like I said earlier in this episode, which I chopped off last names, but um, my Spanish is shit. But El Chupacabra is okay. El All right. So I got that the first sightings of an El Chupacabra was in actually in Puerto Rico, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, the name comes from its uh, reported habit of attacking and drinking the blood of livestock. This includes goats, too. Yeah. So most common description of what it looks like is of a reptile-like creature said to have leathery or scaly greenish grayish skin and sharp spines or quills that run down the length of its back that sounds so gross right it said to it sounds have... like... what it sounds like a lake monster like it, uh, does. So a lake. it does but then when you get into this it doesn't so it says okay so that's what it looks like but it's said to be approximately three to four feet in height and it stands and hops in a fashion such as a kangaroo which would fucking terrify me if a green scaly looking kangaroo type deal with all these spines on it like comes hopping at me I'm gonna be like fuck you I'm hopping out of here dude I've never heard of that this is is this Arizona's version though right this is is straight off of wikipedia no shit okay super interesting though right yeah Um, there's been like reports of fucking that they that people think it's like a deranged dog or like uh yes like sca- scabies or something like that like they have uh, a ringworm or some shit like that they have something to make their hair fall off that make them look really scaly and they also have caught some of them like down in texas area and right. uh, they did they did like some dna tests and it does it's not a dog like they cross tested it with dog dna and it's not the same they don't even know what the fuck it is yeah so this the chupacabra is a real thing but they don't know what exactly species it is or what the fuck and they do they do go after livestock and shit they jump they they don't hop but they jump really fucking high that is crazy yeah (laughs) but that's more like that's more down south and shit but that's cool 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 all right next one all right, so this one is one that you and I are probably going to do a deep dive on. This one scares me uh, just because it has to do with children. Uh, okay. And I have a child. 
So <laughs> it kind of creeps me out. But it's also they just made a movie about it, and I'm I have not watched the movie, but I'm sure that it's very cinematized and not accurate to the story. It might be, I don't know. Anyway, so it's it's the the story of La Yorona. Uh, Yorona, yeah. Oh, I said it right. Yeah. Um, it's actually uh, Mexican folklore, but because Arizona is so close to the Mexican border, it kind of went into Arizona too. Yeah. Um, she's also called the Wailing Woman, and it's supposedly a ghost woman who drowned her children and mourned their deaths for so the story is that, and I got this from Wikipedia, so don't quote me. I, I don't know a whole lot about it. I have to, like I said, we're going to do a deep dive on this one. But the story, the overall story I got was uh, she was unloved by her husband because he loved their two sons instead. So he didn't love her, but he loved their kids. Okay. And they just happened to be like two sons. Yeah. Uh, she caught her husband cheating on her and in return went and drowned her sons in a river in grief and anger, then drowned herself. So because of this, she was refused entry to heaven until she found the soul of her two sons. Um, it says that she, the ghost of her cries and wails and that she takes children and drowns them in the same river as uh, she drowned her sons because she's trying to find their souls. Yeah. So I didn't do a deep dive. That's what I got from Wikipedia. And I stopped because I know that eventually you and I are going to do like in depth yeah. on this. Yeah, for sure. But it, it was interesting. So, um, and I, I've heard that people tell this story to their kids when they're being bad or to not like go out of a certain area. Yeah. So when I was younger, um, my dad used to tell me this story, and we lived right next to a river, and I was terrified. But I would fucking leave the house. Mm. I would like run away in the middle of the night like a fucking bad, badass kid at five. I was ridiculous. Maybe I was a little older, but either way, he would tell me the story, and he's like, you know, uh, Lorena is going to fucking get you, and, you know, he'd tell me all about it. What she does is, like, steal, here's a different soul, and and God supposedly is like, no, bitch, that's not, that doesn't work. Oh, my God. It's so fucking creepy. I swear to God, I saw her when I was younger, too, but that's for a different fucking story, and um, obviously, I'm still here, so maybe not, but either way, I am excited to do a deep dive on this one because it creeped me out so much. Yeah, dude, I won't even watch the movie. (laughs) I am. After reading it today, I'm going to rent the movie after it goes to bed tonight. Oh my god. Tell me how it is. I've had friends tell me that I need to watch it and it's really good, but I'm like, no. I'm. That's like a fucking... Oh, you know what? Save it for when I'm up there next weekend and we can watch it together. Yeah, I'm fucking down for that. Yeah. We can watch it. Okay, deal. I'm down for that. All right, so that's what we're going to do. I'll save it.
So, okay. So she interested me and she was actually on the list. So another one that was on the list that I know for a fact that you and I are going to do a deep dive on was Skinwalkers. Yeah. I just got um, a few different facts about Skinwalkers. I know a lot more about what I have on here, but this is all we're going to tell people okay. for now. Um, they're, they originate from the Navajo culture, which is big here in Arizona. I mean, we're not that far from Navajo, from the Navajo Nation, oh. which is their, uh, their area, okay. right? So, um, it is, uh, Skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal, or used as a term for healers. Okay. Um, also, it may possess people and walk around as their bodies by locking eyes with them and it may be male or female the sex does not matter on this it could be anyone and they literally can walk around as an animal or a person or really anything that they choose so and their their intent is to do harm it's never good intent yeah man when i was when i was in utah visiting jason's mom she lives right next to the skinwalker ranch i uh freaked out like the whole time i was just on edge because i thought the skinwalker was going to show up (laughs) so there's this skinwalker ranch documentary series or it's not a documentary it's basically like people who own it now yeah but it's on the History yeah I've channel. been watching it but they're more they're more on the um like UF like right. yeah the UFO type yeah I've watched it all the way through yeah I've been watching it on Hulu too it's super interesting it is it's really yeah. it is really interesting but it's not like there's two aspects to the Skinwalker Ranch there's the Navajo side to where they believe it's a um a witch that fucking changes and will steal your soul that way and everything and there's numerous stories on that and then there's also the other side of skinwalker ranch where it's all ufo alien type crazy shit happening like radiation all that i mean definitely do a deep dive on just skinwalkers and then the skinwalker ranch because the skinwalker ranch has two different things going on there yeah agreed that's a good one to deep dive into that will take a lot of research it would it would yeah it would take a lot but it would be worth it it's so it is it's a lot of fun it is so those are that and okay so to lighten it a little more uh i am actually gonna try this when it's in august here but people can say that you can fry an egg on the concrete (laughs) no way really oh well fuck it's 110 degrees out there on average, so I can imagine that so today today it reached 105, but it's humid as fuck today. Um, so eventually I'm going to test this theory and I'm going to put an egg on the cement and I'm going to put a, a metal skillet out in the sun <laughs> and which one does better, the cement or the Oh my skillet. god, a cool ass size. Dude, we should record it and put it on that infamous YouTube channel that's never happened. Oh, yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have to try that, but I'm waiting for the temperatures to get, like, 
110 plus for oh my god wait yeah august probably august or september like august that's fucking august the end of july that's so much dude fuck yeah so but that's also another thing that was on this list so uh, i am gonna try it and i'll let everyone know (laughs) that's awesome i'm excited for that cool cool yeah. I love those stories. So, I love those. I never knew about this. Um, I forgot what you called it, but the basically the Arizona's version of Bigfoot. Oh yeah, the um, I can never remember the name of it. Um, Magol Magolian Magolian Magolian. That's so weird. It sounds like Magolian, but I don't think that's right. Right. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah interesting to to see if there i know there have been sightings on it but i don't know the details yeah. of them crazy we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to right. dive into that too absolutely that's better so just one knows uh next week i will be there in i'm so to record i'm so Jackie. stoked man i'm so excited to see you I can't wait. I'm so excited to see you too. Like I can't even. We might have to we might have to just do like a really fun episode. Dude. Yeah, maybe I'll find some questions or whatever that people email us and hello. By the way, dropping Yeah. Email, please. Yeah, dropping that bomb. Just the tip paranormal podcast at gmail.com. Or you can uh message us on facebook just a tip paranormal podcast app. yeah because we're on there all the time anyway so we are yeah that's what we do with our <laughs> yeah what free time i do it on work time just joking we're from the... uh, <laughs> instagram twitter what, girl, what what's the tip for the week the tip for the week is not to sit on leather after it's been sitting in the oh my sun. God, in that's in every yeah, dude. Okay, so it was hot like last weekend. This week it's fucking raining. Actually, last week it was raining too. Anyways, of I have leather seat covers in my fucking car, and every time I get out, I take my seat covers with my legs. They're like, what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Yep. That's how Arizona is every day. Fuck friend. no. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so just don't get leather seats. I definitely know that. I'm, huh? Yeah, I'm getting cloth seats in the car. Yeah. Day. I get that is that's on my number one on the list of what I want. So that's the cloth that's seat. the real tip is well, why aren't you telling everybody for your birthday that's what you want? A car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a car yet, so I can't tell them what I want. I'm so sorry. I'm like, tell them you want fucking cloth seat covers. Like, I don't understand. Oh, my God. I'm an asshole. Sorry. Anyway, so the tip is don't assume you have a car and don't get leather seat covers. Absolutely. <laughs> right. All right. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye.